Hi guys, it's Sister Spill, and welcome back to Spillcast. So for today's episode, I thought I would do something that was inspired by one of you guys, actually. Someone DM'd me, sorry, I don't remember your username, but shout out to you, um, and asked me to do like an advice podcast episode. So basically, uh, I give you guys advice. All of these things are coming from a little question box I put on my Instagram story, so it's coming from my Instagram followers that are asking me this. So if you want to be included in the next thing like this or something similar, I would suggest following my Instagram because I post a lot of updates on there when I'm posting videos or I, I let you guys give me suggestions and also I answer all DMs. Even if it takes me a little while to get to them, I do, I promise. So yeah, the second I saw that suggestion, I thought that would be a really fun thing to do. Now, disclaimer, I'm not a therapist. Uh, I'm not someone that is giving out professional advice but as a teenager I thought maybe some of the things that you guys are going through I've gone through myself and I can help you with or just give you advice on if I've seen it in other places. Let me know if you're listening to this and I ended up answering your issue or thing or whatever you want to call it um, and DM me and let me know how my advice was because and I'll see if it helped you in any way. Now, like I've been doing in my other podcast episodes, I've been doing like a little recap of the tea that's been going on, and before I even do that, uh, I wanted to say that I know I did not post a podcast episode last Monday, and the reason for that is because I got so like caught up in everything that was going on in social media, like I just completely forgot, and once I realized I was like, oh, it's too late, it was like Tuesday, and I'm like, you know what, I'll just take a break this week, I'll do it next week. Um, And the reason I got caught up is because of everything that's going on in the world right now with Black Lives Matter and all the protests and just so much crazy stuff seems like it's happening. And so I just got super overwhelmed going on social media. And that's why like I haven't answered some of my DMs in like over a week, which is kind of bad. I'm sorry, guys. Without further ado, let's get into the recap of all the tea that's happened since my last episode. And like I've said before, I won't cover all of the big things So, of course, I have a platform and I would love to use it for the right reasons. And so, above any other tea, I would like to address the situation of Black Lives Matter and all the protests going on. And I know it's not tea, it's not drama, this is real life situations, but it's a huge, not even just nationwide event, it's worldwide. I mean, the world is protesting this right now along with America, which is amazing. I mean, I've seen it in Tokyo, I've seen it in Europe, everywhere. I mean, people are protesting all over the world, which is amazing. And so because it is such a big deal, I feel like everyone needs to be educated on the topic and I feel like everyone needs to use their voice to help. It doesn't matter if you have followers, it doesn't matter if you aren't a popular or successful social media influencer, Even just talking to your friends about this and having conversations is really important and it can actually go a long way. So me, myself, I've signed like 25 something petitions, probably more than that. Um, I've been super active on social media, looking through stuff, um, and I've used my platform to post informative videos. Anything that I can do to help is something that... I want to do. I mean, I've been interested in this issue for a long time. I'm very into politics and this isn't even a politics thing. It's human rights. I mean, what's happening right now is just inhumane and it's been happening forever. I know I'm rambling a little bit, but the point of all this is that I want to use my platform to talk about it for a few minutes before I get into the actual tea. And I'm sorry if this does not interest you, but it really should because everyone in the world should be concerned about what's going on right now. And that is that black people are in danger because of their skin tone, which is something that 
I do not condone. I don't think that's okay at all. If you're white like I am, you will never understand the oppression and the hardships that black people go through, and that's just the truth. I mean, it's been like that for so long. White privilege is a real thing. If you don't think so, I'd say turn around, do some research, and then realize that it is a real thing. Um, And also, if you ever have any questions about this or you're just not educated enough, please DM me or ask someone because educating yourselves on these issues is one of the most important things you can do for society. So to get more into specifics, um, George Floyd, the black man, was killed by police and it was it was a murder. I mean, absolute murder. I watched the video and it is horrifying. It's just super sad and um, it's hard to watch for sure. And I think his death was like the last, last straw for people because obviously the nation has gone into full protest mode and, you know, we don't have to get into the politics side of that where, you know, some people agree with peaceful protesting but not rioting or some people agree with rioting because peaceful protesting hasn't worked. It's not even about that. I'm just glad that we have protests going on and I'm glad that we're making a statement because this is by far one of the most interesting years of my life. I mean, it is the most interesting year of my life. I've never seen anything like this. I mean, first we have the coronavirus and now we have all these protests and riots and it's just a crazy time to be alive right now. So I know it cannot be overwhelming, but it's kind of cool to think that all of this will go into the history books and hopefully this is a loud enough statement to finally make a change in our country because african-american people have just been oppressed for so long and i'm tired of seeing it and i'm sure they're a thousand times more tired of it than i am so i can't even imagine what it feels like to conclude this little segment my point is that i really just want to shed light on this issue and i want to use my platform for good so if you have not signed any petitions already or haven't found a way to help i strongly suggest that you do petitions can go a long way i mean The George Floyd uh, petition, it was Justice for George. Last time I checked, it had like 16 million people that signed the petition, which is insane. I'm pretty sure they said it like broke their record and it's on change.org, by the way. But if you just go on Twitter and you search up like petitions to sign, there's a lot of tweets where you can find links inside of them um, to sign petitions or you can just look up petitions to sign on the internet. I'm sure you'll find some. Or again, you can DM me and I can send you a bunch that I've signed. And petitions are free. They're easy. I mean, if you want to help, petitions are one of the best ways to do it in a simple way. And if not, I suggest you go out to a protest. I know a lot of people might be scared of that because of coronavirus or because of the fact that some of them have turned violent. But I just think that this is such an important time to not let the Black Lives Matter movement fall out. I mean, I know a lot of people were using it as a trend, but it's not a trend. It's something that's very serious and we can't forget about it after like a week. We have to keep talking about it. So like I said, please have these discussions with your friends, with your family, with anyone and keep keep the Black Lives Matter movement trending because we need people to continuously talk about this until we see huge change. Staying silent is probably one of the worst things you can do and the last thing I would want to do is stay silent. I mean, I'm super passionate about all of this, so I'm very glad that I have people who are listening to me that get to listen to me talk about this. So about the tea that's happened because of all the Black Lives Matter stuff, there's been pretty big stall on tea. I mean, not much has happened, but what I can tell you is that some tea happened between Mikey Tua and Daniel Cohn, um, and then his, Mikey Tua's mom, and this does not surprise me. I knew there would be more issues because he did turn 18 pretty recently. I'm not sure what day it was, but it, it was like one or two weeks ago he turned 18, and so now he's officially dating a minor, and he's an adult. Daniel is 14, 
you can't change my mind about this. If you want proof, you can DM me. The new drama basically was that uh, Danny uploaded a musically, or not a musically. <laughs> I don't know why I said musically. TikTok. It's not musically anymore. Um, Danny uploaded a TikTok where she was like, where she was kind of suggesting some sort of like stripper vibe. Like, I, I don't know what she was trying to do, but she was dancing and Mikey was like, Mikey was like dropping bills on her, like money. I guess his mom saw that, got really disappointed and wrote this like whole rant about how he was taught to be respectful to women and all this kind of stuff and she's super disappointed in him. And then he went live and just talked about uh, how he was like the main income for his house for a while. Like he doesn't want to be fighting with his mom, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I myself actually didn't even watch all of the videos of the live stream because uh, it was too much, but... He's basically just feuding with his whole family again. I mean, even his brother was like, pick up the phone and call someone. So I guess his whole family's against him and he's throwing his family away for a girl, aka Danielle. And I know a lot of you guys ask me like my opinion on this kind of stuff. And personally, I, I don't know what to think anymore. I mean, I don't hate Danielle. I really don't. I don't even really dislike her. I just mostly dislike her mom because her mom is the one that kind of controls her and has let her get away with so much stuff. Danielle herself, I feel like... Uh, she's a little misguided, but overall, she seems like a nice person, and and I feel like she truly just loves Mikey, wants to date him, but I feel like Mikey is not very smart because he knows that she's 14. I mean, he's said so many things, and plus, if I were him, I would not be risking that. I mean, he's an adult, so anything they do that crosses the line could land him in jail. Besides that, Madison Beer, if you don't know who she is, she's like a singer, but she's also just been like popular on TikTok lately. Madison Beer was accused of staging pictures, like a photo shoot at a protest, a Black Lives Matter protest. A lot of people are getting really mad at her for that because uh, it's kind of been a thing that people have been doing, like using Black Lives Matter as an aesthetic or a trend or like taking advantage of it um, to be trendy or fit in with people. And it's obviously not i mean that really upsets me because it's not a trend it's not something that you need to be posting all over social media for only to spread awareness of course post to spread awareness but don't post pictures of you like with your cute outfit on like it's coachella like i mean i've just seen countless like videos and pictures of people like posing in front of things and trying to make it into this whole thing for their instagram and it's just disappointing because that's not what it's about at all and there's just this one picture of Madison Beer like kneeling on top of a car holding up a sign and a lot of people were like she's staging a, like a photo shoot or whatever because there's a, a video that kind of like pans to her like sitting on top of the truck and she's posing for this guy with a camera that's taking pictures. Now what I heard before is that the guy saw her and was like oh can I take a picture of you and she's like yeah sure and if that were the case sure that's fine whatever but then I saw DMs between like some person and the photographer and he basically admitted that it was like staged because he was like so what if it was staged and so he didn't really deny the fact that it was i don't know how real those dms are either but it seems like most people believe that she did stage the photo shoot even though she went out and denied the claims multiple times and said this is not true the photographer's lying like i did not stage this at all i would never do that so i don't know what to believe but that's other tea that's been going on also josh richards and jaden hosser left the sway house i guess they just wanted to continue with their own projects and stuff and i think are they moving in together i'm not quite sure i'd have to check again but i thought i saw something where they were moving in together so i'm 
Not sure what's going on with them, what kind of projects they have in store, but they left. So that's all the tea that I'm going to cover for now. I know there's other topics that I could talk about, but I really just want to get onto the advice part where I give you guys advice, obviously. So I'm going to go to my Instagram and I'm going to look through all the little things that you guys asked me. One thing someone asked me was, how do you get good flowing conversations with people? I'm awkward. So I can totally relate with that. I've been shy my whole life. I mean, I don't know if I want to call it social anxiety, but I've always been super um, shy and not really wanting to talk to people or do things on my own. And I hate that. I mean, it holds me back in so many different situations. I had to move schools uh, when I started high school. And so I left all the people that I met in middle school and I started with all new people, didn't know anyone. And it was super scary for me because being a shy person, that's like 10 times worse. But it actually helped me get a little bit less shy and it helped me in the long run even though it took me a while to make friends um I have a good group of friends now so it's all good my advice for that is basically is really just a step out of your comfort zone and as a shy person I literally hate that phrase I hate people telling me step out of your comfort zone it's fine just take that step I know it's hard to hear but it truly is something that helps I mean obviously going to a new high school was way out of my comfort zone but in the long run it helped me so just try and like find a way for you to step out of your comfort zone and you don't even have to go super overboard but just like talk to someone you wouldn't normally talk to or find something that you have in common with someone and one thing that someone has told me that has turned out to be very true people love to talk about themselves so if you have nothing to talk about just get that person talking about themselves i mean It's true if you think about it in any conversation, if someone asks you something about yourself, you're flattered, you want to talk about yourself, you want to share things about yourself. So get them talking about themselves or or get the conversation to the point where you guys can have a steady conversation where you find something in common. I mean, I think finding something in common is like one of the best things you can do in a conversation because then you get it flowing, you really get it going. Like if you say, oh, you like surfing? Oh, I like surfing too. And then you can talk about the details of surfing and where you surf, you know? So it's all about just trying to find a common thing and then continuing on with the conversation from there. My best friend is really toxic, but I can't leave her. So this is a good one because I actually recently cut off a toxic friend and it was something that I've never really done before. It feels really good now and it feels really right and trust me after you do it you'll you'll understand why and like you'll know what happened for a reason. What happened with me I'm not going to go into details exactly but I became friends with this girl in the beginning of sophomore year so that was just the beginning of this previous school year and we were friends for you know all the way through basically until coronavirus hit and then school got out so good chunk of the year and we were pretty good friends and then this other girl came along like around like winter break and I became pretty good friends with her and so all three of us were kind of like a trio but my friend that I was like friends with longer previously let's call her um Barbara and then the new friend is Annie okay so I was friends with Barbara for a while and then Annie came along so then me Barbara and Annie were like all pretty good friends Barbara hurt Annie by doing something that was just really bad and it was kind of a build-up too because she had done things before to hurt me and to hurt Annie and she was just kind of like not a great person overall didn't really line up with my morals or values or beliefs and I had known the whole time being Barbara's friend like maybe I shouldn't be friends with her because we just don't have a lot in common but I kept her around because she was a fun friend and I enjoyed her company and she was the only one that would invite me to go do things or she was the one who would get me into fun situations or she was the one who introduced me to a lot of people 
And that's true, but none of that is worth still being her friend through all the things that she did to me, to other people, and to Annie, most of all. The thing that she did to Annie was just really messed up, and that was like the turning point. And no one had really stood up to Barbara before until Annie did, and Annie was like, what you did was so wrong, like, I'm sorry, I don't think I want to be friends with you anymore, and at that point, I was getting really close to Annie, and I was like, you know what, yeah, what you did to Annie was not okay, so Barbara, I'm cutting you off, and I did, and we both cut Barbara off. It felt weird at first, because I'm like, is that really it? Like, did I just cut off a friendship like that? I mean, it's it's a weird feeling, but like now it's been, I don't know, three or four months since we stopped being friends with her and it feels right. And looking back on all the things that Barbara did, I realized that like I would never want to be friends with her again and it's truly for the best. So if you want to leave your toxic friend, I highly suggest doing it. I know it's a hard thing to do, but at one point you got to just sit down have a talk and say, here's how I've been feeling. I don't like how you're treating me or I don't like how you're treating other people or just kind of explain why you think they're toxic. But, you know, say it in a nice way, obviously. And if they don't put any effort into trying to be your friend or changing or fixing themselves, uh, just be like, okay, then we're better off not being friends. And that's that. And don't look back. Don't try and think, oh, they might change. No, if they never fought for your friendship in the first place, they won't again and I know it hurts because sometimes you'll think oh but remember those fun times we had like you know we can still be good friends no because if the the bad outweighs the good by a lot like you're just better off not being friends with them how do you keep a consistent schedule without being lazy or giving into temptations so this is something that I probably am hypocritical for giving advice on because I deal with that same exact thing, but I've been improving lately and so what I can tell you is that something that's helped me a lot is getting into like meditation and that sounds weird if you've never like tried it before or you've barely heard of it or barely know anything about it, but once you like get into that world of like learning what meditation is and how it can help you and stuff, it truly can help you. I'm pretty sure there's studies where it's just been like meditating every day can make you healthier and better overall. And so I feel like if you like wake up and you listen to some sort of positive meditation or something motivating or even like before you go to bed at night, it can really change your whole outcome of the day and change your perspective. Because if you listen to something positive right when you wake up, you're like, okay, I'm ready. This is going to be a good day. And something that my dad tells me every day is today's a big day. Sometimes I would ask him why and he'd be like, well, every day is a big day. So just make every day your big day. Do something that makes you better so that you can look back uh, the next day and be like, am I better today than I was yesterday? That's something that I heard that's actually been really useful for me to listen to. So if you can do something every day that makes you better than you were the day before, you know that you're on the right track. So for keeping up with a schedule, I think meditating in the morning is something that's really nice to do. And honestly, I haven't been doing that, so I should start doing something like that. But also just writing things down. I mean, I've been in my bed lazy watching TikToks for hours before and then being like, I hate this. I hate sitting in my bed. I hate being lazy. I hate not doing stuff. And so what I'll do as a start is just go into my notes app and write things that I want to get done that day to make it a successful day or something productive or just something where I'm not sitting in bed all day. And I write it down. And sometimes I do make a schedule. Sometimes I say, okay, by eight o'clock I do this and by five o'clock I do this. And it really helps because at least writing it down, you have that little 
um, blueprint in the back of your mind of the day so that way you kind of like know that there's a schedule you want to follow and probably going to be more likely to want to follow that if you write it down and like giving into temptations I'm sure you're talking about like social media that's a big temptation or watching tv rather than getting up and doing something productive and that's something I really struggle with if you don't have like time limits set on your phone already maybe you should do that like set your time limit for like one hour of Instagram every day and two hours of TikTok or whatever you want even if you like bypass the limits at least you're aware that you're passing your limit and you're aware how much time you're spending because a lot of times when we're on social media like we don't realize how much time that we're actually on it and then you realize like what time it is and you're like crap I wasted half my day I think just like being aware can help you not give into temptations or distracting yourself do something that like makes you not want to give into those temptations that distracts you enough how do I start a YouTube channel when I'm someone who's figuring out their gender Okay, so I have no experience in this because I am very, like, comfortable with, like, who I am and, you know, everything like that. And so I haven't dealt with those identity issues not knowing quite who I am. I can't give you the best advice, but what I can say is that having a YouTube channel and not really knowing your identity, I don't think that that's a bad combination at all. I mean, if anything, maybe making YouTube videos will help you talk through things or be something like therapeutic for you. And I also think if you're worried about hate or um, confusion or what people will think, I don't think that matters at all. I mean, if you look at YouTube, there are so many creators on there. I mean, all colors, all shapes, all sizes, all genders, all, you know, whatever. Like, everyone you can think of is on YouTube. I just feel like it's very inclusive and it's not super judgmental because it's been around for so long that like people will support you and so I just feel like don't worry about it and go for it. If you if you really want to start a YouTube channel, go for it. Someone just said self-love and that is something that I'm pretty sure every single person struggles with now and will struggle with for the rest of their life, um, whether it's extreme or, you know, just a little bit. What I can say is that there are ups and downs in life all the time. I mean, there's days where I'm like, wow, I love myself. I'm amazing. And then there's other days where I'm like, okay, I wish I could change this about myself or I wish I looked this certain way. And the truth to it is you have to realize at one point there is no other person in the world that is exactly you. And so the second you say you want to change something about yourself to fit someone else, you're not you anymore. You're trying to fit into the image of someone else. And I see so many comments on like TikTok or whatever and you know, some of them might not be serious but I know some of them are. But like for example, people saying, can I look like you or I wish I was you or can I be you? I used to be one of those people too but then when I think about it, truly, like truly think about it in like a literal way, like if I woke up and I looked in the mirror and I saw that I was in that person's body, like how how weird would that be? I mean, it's hard to explain to you guys exactly what I'm visualizing but like think about it, would you truly truly want to have that person's body or truly want to be someone else I just feel like that's such an uncomfortable thing like I've been in my body for almost 16 years now like why would I want to look like someone else's that's so unfamiliar that's so weird I should just be happy with the way I was born and how I look now of course there's always way to improve yourself I mean if you're overweight and you want to get healthier okay work on it. I mean, you don't have to look skinny. You don't have to have a flat stomach. If that's something you want to work on, go ahead. Like, be the best version of yourself, but don't look at social media, and this is, like, the main source of people becoming insecure, but don't look at social media and see all those skinny girls with small waists and pretty hair in 
perfect skin. I mean, none of that is as real as you think. And so I think one of the first steps to self-love is first of all, get off social media or take a break from social media for a while. If you're really struggling with it, social media is probably one of the biggest causes for that. And second of all, I just think that you truly should spend some time self-reflecting and doing things that will make you recognize why you're happy to be who you are and how you look now. So for example, uh, you could get a journal or a piece of paper or even write it in your notes app on your phone and write things that you like about yourself. And then you could, on another side or whatever, write things that you don't like about yourself, but at least you're writing things that you do like about yourself and recognizing, oh, hey, like I didn't really realize that I like that about myself. And at least you're just being aware of it. And so I think that's something that's really important. Something that I learned from like getting into meditation and all that kind of stuff too is affirmations. And if you don't know what affirmations are, it's basically just like sayings, like phrases that you say. So if you want, you can look up self-love affirmations and there's like long lists of them on the internet. They're super easy to find. And I would just say like meditate and then say some affirmations like I love myself, I deserve love or I am beautiful or whatever. Just say things like that and truly like it, it changes your whole mindset. I mean, it might feel like weird or cheesy or whatever. From my experience, it just it's like a really powerful thing to do. And if you've never tried anything like it before, it might feel awkward. It might feel weird. Like, OK, this is so weird. Why am I doing this? But like it truly can help you and change your mindset if you do it a lot over time. What is some advice for high school freshmen? So I was a freshman two years ago, I guess, because I'm going to junior year. I mean, my experience was probably different than like the average person because I was moving to a new school where I didn't know anyone, but I, I still went through the experience. It was just a little bit scarier than like most people probably. So my like biggest advice is probably just like don't expect it to be as scary as you think. I mean, I think like if you're basing it off like movies, it's really misleading because high school in the movies is pretty much never like actual high school i mean sure it could have its moments for the most part it's super unrealistic it's not what you think from when you read in books or what you see in movies i would just say like don't have scary expectations for it because yeah it can be scary if you're moving from middle school to high school obviously there's more people there's harder work there's more teachers more classes like I understand it's overwhelming, but it's it's basically just like middle school, but expanded and a little bit more important. And so as a freshman, I just think going into like your first day, don't be super scared. Now, I know that's like you can't just like turn off your scaredness or whatever, but like don't go into high school expecting that it's going to be as scary as you think then my other advice is that a lot of people say oh we're just freshmen like it doesn't matter if you like miss some classes or if you don't get the best grades everything matters in high school especially if you want to get into a good college or if you just like have a big career path ahead of you everything matters in high school so treat it seriously it's not middle school anymore so what your teachers tell you in middle school about you know they won't hold your hand in high school it's true high school teachers are really nice i love high school teachers but like truly you have to work hard in high school because in the long run, it'll help you graduate obviously. And then it'll just look good if you have all A's and it'll feel good. So just try your best, even though it's freshman year, don't like skip your classes. Don't miss a lot of school. Actually focus. I am an annoying person. How can I be less annoying? So this is an interesting one because I don't know what you mean by like annoying 
And I don't know why you call yourself annoying in the first place. Like, is that because someone has told you that before or you just think you are? But either way, I think that if you find yourself annoying or if other people find you annoying, maybe you just don't match up with their personality and that's fine. I don't think that you should change yourself and try and make yourself less annoying per se. I mean, I'm sure there are things that we can all do to improve. If someone calls you annoying and you just really take that to heart, I just feel like that you know, maybe that person is not meant to be in your life or maybe that person is not meant to be your friend or something. If you mean annoying by hyper and having lots of energy and, you know, whatnot, find someone that is like you. Find someone that matches your energy. That's all I can really say. Find people that match your energy and that you want to be surrounded by and that you have things in common with. Another high school question, but I wanted to answer this one. What do you need to be prepared for high school and how important is it? So that last part, how important is it? I really want to touch on just because I myself, I mean, I'm aiming high. I want, into, I want to get into a good college. And so I know it's different for everyone. I know not everyone wants to go to college. And I know not everyone thinks that they need high school to be successful. And that can be true in some cases, but... I think high school is highly, highly important. I mean, not only does it give you social skills, you meet a lot of friends, and you have the best memories, I also just think that it sets you up for the rest of your life for success. So depending on how well you do in high school, it can really like help you later on. And I know not everyone agrees with that. I know some people are not a huge fan of school at all, and they don't think that anything you learn in high school is useful. And that may be true, but overall you're still learning and you're still building skills and you're still meeting people and I just think that high school is such an important part of your life it's not middle school anymore it's something where you actually really have to pay attention to your grades if you want to get into a good college so if you're thinking about it from the college perspective like high school is super super important and then for your question about what you need to be prepared for it I just say mentally have the mindset going into high school that like you're ready to work and you're ready to be successful and you're going to join clubs and you're going to be involved. What do I do if I'm failing in school and I have no motivation? So, I mean, I myself have never been failing in school just because my mom is actually a teacher, so so I've never really had the option anyways cuz I'd get yelled at. But also just like I've grown up that way to be really like hard working in school because I just I was raised that way, like I was raised to do well in school. So maybe if your parents like didn't raise you that way or never really checked on your grades or whatever, that could be kind of like the root cause of it. So you got to ask yourself like, what do you want to get out of high school? What do you want to get out of your grades? And make a goal and try your best to get there, even if it's small little steps. Even if no one around you is encouraging you or checking up on your grades or caring about your grades that much, you should take it upon yourself and say, okay, I want to get into a good college, or I want to get all A's, and I'm doing it for myself. I'm doing it because I want to be successful. Even if no one else is telling me to, I just want to do it because I think it's good for me. And so you just really have to get yourself into the motivated um, mindset, and think of it in the larger perspective, like, okay, what happens if I continue failing? So for actual like study habits, something that my mom told me a while ago, has actually helped me and that is literally set a timer for like 30 minutes and study or do homework for 30 minutes and then set another timer whether it be for like another 30 minutes or an hour or whatever where you have a break so you can go on social media you can watch tv whatever you want and then when that timer goes off you set another timer for 30 minutes and you continue on on with your work and that way you have a little bit of a schedule how do you not stay bored during quarantine 
So this has been a struggle for me because I've definitely been bored in quarantine, but I think some things that you can do are just like really try and find things to do that you wouldn't normally have time to without quarantine. So for example, I've always been wanting to make a podcast, but with quarantine, like I had so much more free time. So I made a podcast. I just did it or I painted my nails or I... I have plans to like clean my shoes. That's such a weird thing, but like I want to clean my my white shoes cuz they're pretty dirty. Like just find like little things to do or get into crafts. I've seen a lot of people like go to Walmart and they get like shirts and they like cut them and crop them or like do fun tie-dye stuff. Like I don't know what kind of stuff you're interested in, but like try and find things that'll make you creative. <laughs> I'm really confused about my sexuality right now. Can you help? So, like I said before, I have no experience with this because I have never struggled with my sexuality or anything like that. But what I can tell you is that it'll come to you eventually. So, obviously, there's probably a phase in everyone's life where they struggle with who they are. There's one point that you'll have where you're just going to have this realization and you're going to truly know who you are. And so, the best advice I can really give you on that is just to wait it out. And I know it's hard right now not knowing, but like... There's going to be a turning point one day where you, you'll realize who you are exactly. How do I make real friends? Now this one, I even struggle with because I feel like some of my friends aren't real. They're just acquaintances or people I was kind of forced into a group with. Overall, I just think you know the difference between real friends and friends that are just like, oh, you know, they're nice, but I don't have that much in common with them. I think one of the biggest things is having things in common with people and I've said this before but like if you don't have things in common with people yeah it's true that like opposites attract but like you have to have common things that are super important like morals if you are really passionate about the environment or about black lives matter and your friend on the other hand doesn't care about politics at all or whatever like that could still be a good friendship your core beliefs and like root values if they don't really like really match up i just feel like that's something in friendships that i've noticed is like a trend people that i don't share core values with often i don't have the strongest friendships with if that makes sense going to do things that make you happy like if you love um, movies and you joined a movie club those people at the movie club are probably people that you're more likely to become friends with because you know everyone there is interested in movies like you are so it's kind of just about finding things in common and not just trying to make friends with anyone that you see and it's totally fine to like be friends with everyone and talk to everyone and be super friendly but like having real friends and like really good friends will probably for the most part come from finding that common ground if i tell a person i like them and they don't like me back what should i do so i think in this situation just the main thing is like don't beat yourself up if they don't like you back i'm sure that sucks but like move on you know it wasn't meant to be i truly think that like things that are meant to be are going to happen if this person didn't like you back then it wasn't meant to be and i know that sounds like harsh and too simple and it's not that easy but like if, if you think about it that way just know that okay this sucks but you know what i know it wasn't meant to be and let's move on how do you win fortnite games so this is a a less serious one but i i remember i used to play fortnite like a decent amount when fortnite first came out and then I know everyone kind of stopped playing Fortnite and like most people say it's lame now even though I feel like people are still secretly playing it but anyways I started playing it again recently I play on a PS4 by the way I've only won like one game <laughs> so I, I'm not the best person to like give you advice on 
this, but the one game that I won was, like, this guy had an RPG and he, like, blew himself up with a rocket. So, I mean, I, I won, but I wasn't the one who, like, shot him. He, like, accidentally killed himself, so. My best advice is go somewhere that's, like, deserted, get all the loot that you can, and then hide until it comes to, like, top 10, and then, you know, you can keep hiding if you want, but, like, get down as low as you can, and if you get to, like, top 2, then just give it your best shot. That's, like, the beginner's guide to getting a win. And then if you know how to get kills and stuff, then I would suggest, like, going to get kills. But Sometimes I feel like I should just leave this world because I'm not good enough for anyone. So the second I read this, now I'm, like, really concerned. I'm gonna DM this person. But if you ever feel like this, please talk to someone that you trust, whether it be your friends, your family, a therapist, or even if you need to, call a suicide hotline. Um, it's easy to just like look up the number or if you need it you can dm me but talk to someone trusted and that can be anyone i mean guys i'm literally here for someone to talk to so if you guys need anything i know i'm just a random t channel and a random person you know from the internet but like i'm a person i can help you guys out so if you ever need anything please dm me i truly can't give you the best advice because i've never had those thoughts myself but it, it really does come down to like self-love and self-worth this sounds so dumb because i keep bringing it up but like meditating and saying affirmations like i love myself i meant to be here i deserve to be here stuff like that can really like boost your confidence and i know that's not just a quick fix it's not that easy but it's it's a small step i want to have a social lifestyle but it doesn't fit me and i feel so lonely and it keeps me stressing so i've definitely been in this situation before like i said i've been shy all my life but i would always see people like you know the popular kids going out going out with their friends and you know going to birthday parties or whatnot and i've always wanted to have a social lifestyle but then i think like okay i don't really want to go to that thing that i'm invited to or i don't want to hang out with this friend because at the end of the day, I'm an introvert, and so as much as I want that social lifestyle, I like also like staying home a lot. If you don't have many friends, or if you don't, or if you don't have that many opportunities to go out and you know have a fun time and have a social life, I'd say make the best of what you have. So I mean, I know some people don't like hanging out with their family, but if you're feeling lonely, go get out of your room and go talk to your family go start a board game with them or just go sit with someone you know what i mean like i spend most of my day in my room which is bad i should be out of it more instead of that sometimes it's just really nice when i'm feeling lonely in my room especially during quarantine i just go downstairs and i sit with my mom on the couch while she's watching tv or go talk to my brother and say hi or play Fortnite with my dad like little stuff like that and i just think that i know it's not a social life but at least it's a little bit of a supplement if you're feeling lonely and also the social life isn't all that i know that what you see on social media is people constantly hanging out or going to parties or having fun or going on vacation and it's not all about that i mean you don't have to do all that to make your life enjoyable so just don't set your expectations too high. Okay, so I'm going to end this episode right here. I actually have so much more um, advice that I would love to give. There's so many other questions that you guys asked me, but this episode is already like 52 minutes, and by the time I cut it down, it'll probably be decently shorter. 
I have to go eat lunch now and I don't want to make this too long. So if you guys really liked this episode and want me to respond to more of you guys, I can totally do a part two. I mean, I'm already thinking of that right now. I feel like that would be super fun because there's so much stuff that I didn't get to respond to. So if you would like a part two, please, please let me know because I don't want to leave you guys hanging and I just feel bad for not answering all those other people. If you want to tweet me, my at is sisterspill11, and if you want to DM me, once again, my Instagram is at sisterspillyt. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll see you next week.